listening to the My Pet Podcast, the show for pet lovers of Australia and around the world. Proudly brought to you by Australia's trusted online pet supply store, Vet and Pet Direct. Hi, you're listening to the My Pet Podcast. My name's Aria, and as always, I am joined by um, Chaser of Chooks and our resident vet, Dr. Glenn. Hello. How are you going? I'm good. That's good. How are your chickens going? Uh, good at the moment. That's good. Yep. How many do you have? Mm, 18 at the moment. Yeah. yeah. Are and, they and one rooster? free-ranging? Um, they all confined to the very large chicken um, Taj Mahal yeah. um, because of Mr. Fox. Yeah, Mr. Fox is mm. not good for chickens. Yes. Um, the other thing that's not good for chickens is the heat. Absolutely. But before we get into that, just remember that this is just general advice or advice specific to you and your chookies, um, have a chat to your vet. Sounds good. Um, so chickens don't do well in the heat no. at all. Um, so what are like what, what is heat stroke in chickens? What 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 classifies it? You know, just a chook who's a little bit hot and bothered. Yep. As to one who's got heat stroke. Yeah, I mean, they have got some methods of cooling down i mean basically by panting and radiating heat a little bit but it's mostly through panting is the main way they've got to cool down Mm -hmm. um they are not particularly efficient at it um and their panting is um needs to evaporate air across their airways um which is not very efficient at compared to dogs Mm -hmm. um so i mean they're definitely prone to just heat as in just the temperature but also humidity really buggers them up as well Mm -hmm. um so the more humid is the less um heat they, they can evaporate um, across the airway, so um, they don't do well with hot and humidity, particularly. Yeah, yeah. It's it's like you know, how many times do you hear someone say, "It's not the humidity, it's not the heat that gets me, it's the it's humidity. humidity." And it is, and it's yeah. A, yeah. Yeah. yeah, it's the case for chooks as well. Yeah, so basically, um, you know, chooks hot if it's panting. Uh, I mean, open mouth breathing in a chicken is either respiratory tract infection disease or um, overheating. Um, and if it's hot day and it's open mouth breathing and it wasn't open mouth breathing this morning when it was cool, yeah, um, it, they're basically hot. Yeah, um, okay. So they um, pant, increase their respiratory rate, sort of. Um, stand with their wings out sometimes to just try and get the less feathered areas underneath their wings, I think, exposed to the air. Yeah. Um, they sort of fluff their feathers up a little bit again just to try and get some airflow yeah. um, happening underneath their feathers. Um, but that's, yeah, hot chook. They're just usually standing around not doing a lot, not eating, not scratching, not doing the normal active chicken things. They're yeah. just looking um, distressed and put their wings out and, and airways or heads extended sometimes. Yeah. Um, their um, wattles and combs can be a bit pale sometimes. Uh, or a different colour to what they were a couple of hours ago, um, yep. just because they're trying to, um, you know, radiate heat. I think, and and their um, cardiovascular systems are sometimes in trouble. So, um, I'm guessing you don't mean like a hair comb and flowers. Um, no, not wattle flowers. Um, <laughs> and I mean the comb looks a bit like a comb. I assume that's what and it's it is called all their a comb. Head. <laughs> yep. So it's the bit down the middle that sticks up like a comb. Um, and the wattles are their little jowly, um, floppy, dangly floppy bits, bits below yeah. their ears. Um, yeah. on their cheeks um, and, and they probably radiate some heat from those but not very effectively. Yeah. yeah. Um, what what are the risk factors, like what temperatures are start, starting to get into danger zone for the chickens? I mean, definitely the high 20s. Um, anywhere in the 30s is, is potentially, you know, bad um, and, um, you know, 
low 30s on a humid day, you know, chickens really, really suffer a lot. Yeah. Um, so um, once they get in that cycle of um, overheating, as in they can't regulate their own body temperature very well, um, then they start getting, you know, metabolic problems, organ system failure troubles, mm. um, diarrhea troubles, um, because nothing's working properly. Um, and if they get hot enough, you know, um, muscle tremors and vesiculations and, and seizures and collapse mm. and, and badness, basically. Mm, um, but, yeah, thing. anything, you know, high 20s if it's really humid potentially. Um, yep. And depending on the chicken pen, where the chickens are, um, you know, that could be the um, temperature on the news or the weather saying, okay, it's going to be 30 degrees today, but what's the temperature in the chicken pen? You know, is yeah. it in the shade? Is it up against a wall? Um, is there radiated heat from somewhere else? Is there not much um, airflow because it's got, you know, buildings around it or, yeah. or something else around it? Um, is there, you know, trees or shrubs beside the chicken run, but it's actually in the sun? Um, if there's, yeah. you know, shade in, if you've got a chicken tractor sort of set up, you know, how high is the um, roof of providing shade? Is yeah. that roof insulated so there's lots of things to consider basically yeah. um but you know if the chickens uh, you know on a hot enough day uh, i mean shade is obviously very important yeah. um but you know if it's humid you, you could still have a really really shaded um chook pen and, and mines under a massive tree which has got full leaves um during summer and it's really really shaded in there but you know on a hot day they can still be wing extended and, and panting you know it, it can be pretty hot yeah yeah so what's the treatment um, for, for chooks who have got heat stroke? Uh, if they've got hot, it's basically obviously cooling their um, their body temperature um, as quickly as possible while maintaining their health. Um, yeah. So never any water um, around their face, particularly if they're you know, lacklustre or, or lethargic yeah. or not able to control their airways properly. But um, cool running water can bring their temperature down as soon as possible. Um, if they've had an episode where they're, you know, they're weak or they're having a seizure or they're they're obviously you know, unwell. Um, you know, a vet visit for yeah. um, artificial hydration and energy, and, and there's other medications to treat shock um, yeah. that, that your vet could administer. Um, if you're um, if you're got a pet chicken that that you know you're happy to do that for, yeah. um, but definitely it can be life threatening. And getting their temperature back to normal um, is um, you know, the best way to go. But yes. certainly seeking veterinary attention um, is their best chance of survival. Yeah. Yeah. And even better is prevention in Absolutely. the first place. Yep. So you've talked a fair bit about shades. So that's obviously a really important yep. factor. What other prevent preventative measures can people take? Um, I mean, it depends on circumstances, but obviously uh, inside in the air conditioning um, is a lot better than being out in 32 degrees and 100% humidity. Um, so if you've got a, you know, a, a suitable chicken area that you're happy to have your little one um, inside, that is obviously the best way to go. Um, and that can be, you know, preemptive. If it's just going to be hot and humid, you can you can bring them inside. If one, one of our vet nurses who does customer service for vet and pet is... I, I think she probably loves her chooks that much that they'd be... Is that right? Yeah, absolutely. Is she? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah she does. Yeah. Um, and, and speaking of her, if, if you have chooky questions, um, she's pretty she's pretty knowledgeable, but she loves them in her babies. Yeah, no, absolutely. I can picture that happening at her house. They've got little personalities. But, they yeah, do. I mean, certainly you know, air conditioning helps. And then, okay, if it's not air conditioning, same as us, so it's, you know, it's more comfortable underneath the fan. Um, so if you can get some air movement um, and fan to the outdoor um, yeah. enclosure, if that's, you know, if that's an option. Um, cooling the environment, okay, how can we do that? Um I wouldn't recommend wetting all 
of a enclosure because yeah. it takes away um, choice. And I mean, again, um, wetting is a bit of a two-edged sword. Where if you've got um, you know lots of humidity, well, it's not going to make it any less humid yeah. um, but if you've got the choice and it's in the shade I mean I often wet an area um, in the chook yard and, um, and that tends to through evaporation even if it's high humidity cool that area and, and you'll see the chooks they'll go and scruff around and dig in there yeah. and, and lie in the in the cool um, the, the cool moist soil basically yeah. um, so that's um, one way to go um, if you've got you know lower numbers you can use um, cooling pads or um, frozen um, water bottles or yeah. fro- frozen um, you know bricks and and put them in their um, environment where they can choose to be close to that or lie on top of it or lie yeah. beside it. Um, so that can certainly help um, with cooling. I mean, if they're you know cool, you can you know, mist the area and, and um, you know wet them down. Yeah. Um, but you probably if it's it depends on the what day is like if it's a really stinking hot day with a hot wind blowing, okay, um, it's probably not going to be as humid and wetting the area and wetting the chickens and, and they can get some cooling through evaporation. Mm. If it's just really, really still and there's no air movement, um, wetting the actual chicken without moving air isn't going to probably make them any cooler and might make it actually worse. Yeah, okay. Yeah. yeah. Um, but, you know, cooling the environment using water is, is one of the way that that it doesn't, you know, the commercial facilities have got um, evaporative cooling fans as a rule where yep. they're blowing air through a, a filtration mechanism. They're running water through and that um, increases humidity. Yep. Um, but because you've got forced air movement, you're getting some cooling effect from that. Yep. But again, you know, they run into trouble on very humid, hot days because that doesn't really work that well either. Yeah. Yeah. When I had chickens, I was sort of living west of the Great Divide, um, up pretty high. So yep. it didn't get hot very very often but I would freeze water bottles for them and they loved it they'd sort of sit on top of them and yeah, wiggle around. Absolutely. And, yeah. And, I mean, their water source, I mean, making sure that that's as cool as possible. Um, again, wouldn't give them a frozen water source, but, no. I mean, you know, cool water, um, just make sure it's not hot water. Um, and, you know, your little, if you're watering through little nipple deliverers, well, they're probably going to get fairly warm fairly quickly. Yeah. Um, uh, electrolytes you can certainly give them. Yeah. Um, I wouldn't recommend replacing water with solely electrolytes because um, that might put them off drinking if it tastes different to what they used to. But, yeah. But, you know, two offerings of normal water and electrolytes so they've got the choice um, that makes sense and that could um, you know potentially just you, know, you want to maximize their water intake yeah. um, because that can be cooling and, and hydration is very important because they're um, if they're panting well they're losing more moisture than they would normally yeah 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 um, we we have a few different um, electrolytes that and some that are specifically for chooks yep. for poultry. Um, so yeah, they're they're good. I know that a crazy chook lady tells people to use those a lot. Yeah, <laughs> you talk about them a lot. I'm not aware of a custom cooling vest for chickens as of yet. Um, there's no. probably a very very niche market out there for that. Um, but yeah, I mean just yeah, cooling the environment and definitely the the you know offering ice blocks and ice bricks to and water bottles to snuggle up to and be close to give them the option of that. And a lot of the time they'll they'll choose to do that. Yeah. yeah. What about like dietary modifications? Is there anything you can do feeding wise that helps them to stay a bit cooler? Yeah, I mean, uh, reducing their metabolic load makes sense. So, um, if they are um, on a like a prepared diet, I mean, going towards temporarily like a more oil seed based diet okay. um, could help. Um, that's not necessarily the 
diet they should stay on full term, but yeah, increasing the fat portion of their diet means that they've got less carbohydrates, there's less um, metabolic energy that okay. goes into to digesting that. Um, I mean, diet-wise, um, you know, you can give them uh, frozen or cool watermelon or, yeah. you know, veggies um, that you would normally give them fruits that are frozen, they can, you know, eat that and, yep. and there's some cooling um, that's be associated with that, so that'd be one thing um, in a, you know, a pet flock that you could um, that you could do to help cool them down as well so what like when you say oil and seed yep. is that does that look like adding oil to their grain or doing a completely different thing and what it, kind it, of thing it, it's probably more so like, like um, sunflower seeds and, and linseeds and those yep. sort of things like they could eat those and have a high energy component if they're um have got you know high energy requirement if they're you know laying heavily yeah. um that's one way to get energy into them so they're not losing weight but without um filling up sort of just grain um, pellets that, and, that maybe increases their metabolic load. Yeah, okay. Yeah. And what about like mealworms and, and things like that? Would that be another thing to, so, to yeah, do? Yeah, I mean, those, they would be fine as well. I mean, they're, yeah. they're high in protein and, and they're a good food source for them. So, um, yeah, I've got no troubles with that. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, cool. That's good to know. I didn't actually know that about chooks, so yeah. that's interesting. Yeah. Um, yeah, when I moved to the east of the Great Divide where it was hot and humid, my chookies really – struggled with it so yeah yeah it was it was a bit of a challenge it's a um, big change and they're just not designed for it so it's yeah, yeah controlling as many factors as you can basically environment um yeah cooling mechanisms um food to some extent um but yeah you know cool stuff if you can give it to them like frozen frozen foods yeah. i mean that's you know that's gonna be fairly cooling for them yeah yeah, yeah wonderful is there any other little tips or, or anything else you want to mention about it i think that's the main thing just i mean being mindful of it and being preemptive probably yes. makes sense. Like, you know, if, if you know it's going to be a really hot day, I mean, I'll be out there with a hose at 6 o'clock in the morning yeah. and, and just wet that, you know, sort of third um, where it's going to be in the shade. Yeah. Um, but like to cool that whole area down and, and you will definitely see that, you know, they'll hang out there more yeah. and they'll dig their little holes and they'll have body contact in the cool, wet soil. Yeah. Um, where if it wasn't there, um, I think they, they certainly warm up faster, that's for sure. Yeah. yeah. I always had water bottles on rotate yeah so before i went to work i'd put a stack of them out and big ones stay frozen longer and that sort of thing yeah. so yeah. yeah just mean that little bit prepared can um could definitely make a big difference yeah because yeah. they're wonderful little things to have around they're Characters. so great yeah, yeah i really miss having chookies yeah i might have to get more even though they're little dinosaurs they are little dinosaurs but they're cute <laughs> well dinosaurs did have feathers apparently yes just not very big ones that's that's another podcast. Although I don't know, are you qualified for dinosaurs? You did graduate a long time ago. I'm old. Yeah. Beck says I'm really old. <laughs> you are. It's true. That's right. <laughs> Wonderful. Well, thank you for sharing uh, your chooky knowledge with us. I hope this helps you and your chookies to stay cool. Yep. And um, have a happy summer. And um, thanks for watching and listening. Thanks, guys. Thanks. Thanks.